0: This is Lehigh Valley Discourse, and you're listening to the Elchar Chronicles. I am your host, Karen Elchar. This program chronicles issues of law and order and our local justice system, the environment, and indigenous issues with special guests that dig deep into topics less talked about here in the Lehigh Valley. This evening's topic is Northampton County's recently announced campaign, Fake is Real, to raise awareness of the dangers of fentanyl. In May of 2022, Governor Shapiro, in his prior capacity as Attorney General, released a report that fentanyl had rapidly replaced heroin as the dominant opioid in Pennsylvania. He stated that in 2021 alone, the PA Bureau of Narcotics Investigation seized more fentanyl than they had in the last four years combined, and fentanyl usage contributed to the rise in overdose deaths the Commonwealth was losing 15 Pennsylvanians a day to a drug overdose. In April 2022, the Morning Call reported that in Lehigh Valley region, which includes Lehigh, Northampton, Bucks, Montgomery, Berks, Schoolkill, Carbon, and Monroe counties, fentanyl was involved in at least 682 deaths. More specifically, in Northampton County, of the 86 reported drug-related deaths, 61 involve fentanyl. And to compound the issue, the New York Times reported January this year that in Philadelphia, Trank Dope, an animal sedative, is infiltrating street drugs, deepening addiction and causing wounds so severe that some result in amputation. To talk about Northampton County's recent Fake is Real initiative, I'm pleased to welcome Northampton County Executive Lamont McClure and Kathleen Jurley, Northampton County Drug and Alcohol Administrator. Thank you for joining me this evening.
1: Well, Karen, thank you so much for having us here today.
0: Thanks, Karen. So, County Executive McClure, you're a lifelong Pennsylvania resident, lawyer by training. You attended Wilkes University and earned your Juris Doctor from the Law School of Duquesne University. You served on Northampton County Council from 2006 to 2013 and were elected to county executive in 2018. So have you seen significant changes in the community since serving in local government? And can you provide a few examples?
1: Well, I have. And and Karen, again, thank you so much for bringing attention to this very important issue. My administration, and I'll sort of provide some context in a moment, but my administration is attacking the fentanyl problem head on. And what we're trying to do with fakeisreal.org, and everyone within the sound of my voice, please go to fakeisreal.org and check it out, because this is the beginning of our fight against fentanyl. We're really trying to reach 18 to 35-year-olds, because this is the sweet spot of folks who are being poisoned. And, and in our campaign, and Kathy could speak uh, more clearly to this than I can, in our campaign, one of the things we're talking about is... Fentanyl is really a poisoning. It isn't necessarily overdosing. One of the uh, reasons we emphasize fake pills is because people don't know fentanyl is in their pills. And they don't know that as little as the amount of fentanyl that could fit on the head of a pencil can kill you. And what we want to do is scare people and educate them at the same time because fentanyl is deadly, and Northampton County is here to do our level best to put an end to the scourge of fentanyl where we live in our own little corner of the world.
0: Mm -hmm. And have you seen other issues perhaps related to fentanyl overdose, etc., also happening in Northampton County?
1: Well, sure. And, and uh, it's, I think, something you could explore uh, with Ms. Jurley a little bit more in depth. But we often talk in terms of wraparound services. But fentanyl and fentanyl poisoning also has a sort of wraparound effect on the criminal justice system, on our prison, on our healthcare institutions. You know, we have these two fabulous healthcare institutions, but they too are overburdened by fentanyl poisoning. We have our children, youth, and families division that has to deal with so much more of this problem because fentanyl is finding its way into these homes. And as you know, because it takes such a small dose of fentanyl, little children are especially vulnerable. And so in Northampton County, we're trying to save all the little children we can save. And the demarcation point for that is our fakeisreal.org campaign. Mm -hmm. And everybody needs to go there and see what we're doing. Mm
2: -hmm. That was just recently announced, the beginning of this year? Yes. Yeah, we launched uh, fakeisreal.org. We launched that campaign uh, January 31st. We did a launch at the Department of Human Services building. So fakeisreal is a media campaign. We have both printed materials and we're doing social media posts. And like uh, the county executive did say, fentanyl is a poisoning, and it is on the rise in our area. We're trying to reach 13 to 35-year-olds, especially those who are starting to experiment with, with drugs. These are folks that do not currently have a substance use disorder, but they need to be alerted as to the dangers of fentanyl because fentanyl is being found in everything. We're also targeting community members and parents to make them aware of the dangers because it's not just about the kids. It's about the parents and the community members being aware of what they need to look out for to assist the younger generation.
0: So then let's talk a little bit more about those details. So and Kathleen Jurley, as uh, Northampton County Drug and Alcohol Administrator, she was just talking a little bit more about the program itself. You've had also many accomplishments. You're a member of the Suicide Prevention Task Force. You've participated in the opening of the Oasis Community Center for Families, started the HERO Housing Program, and coordinated veteran services at Palmer Recovery Center. You're also a graduate of Northampton County Community College and DeSales, majoring in criminal justice. So since this campaign falls under your bailiwick, like what what are you actually doing? What are you bringing out to the public? Can you talk more
2: details about the campaign? So what we're doing with the campaign is we have different links on the website. So a website will give you fentanyl facts. It'll give you places to go for Narcan training. Narcan is the antidote, if you will, to opioids and fentanyl poisonings or overdoses. It is an an intranasal spray that can reverse the effects, and it it is actually saving a lot of lives.
0: So is Narcan actually really helping? I thought I'd read somewhere that Narcan isn't
2: always, doesn't always do the job. At times, it doesn't. Depending on the amount of um, ingestion of the toxic drugs, it's not 100% foolproof. It doesn't always reverse the overdose, but more times than not, it is effective. However, it's good for the public to know it's not a cure-all. It can't solve the problem. Correct. And the most important thing to remember about Narcan is if you give it to someone who is not actually an opioid overdose, it has no adverse reactions. It doesn't affect you adversely in any way.
1: This is part of why, and if you pardon the interruption, this is part of why we want to get Narcan in as many hands in Northampton County as we can get them and train through our Fake Israel program, which you can find at fakeisrael.org. Train, get as many citizens of Northampton County trained on Narcan because speed is also an element. The quicker you get to somebody uh, with the Narcan, the better their outcomes are going to be and you know we, we're not claiming that narcan is going to save everybody but of all those deaths you talked about narcan could have saved a significant number of those people who have passed away and in northampton county we talk about we don't have anybody to lose and we're not giving up on anybody care and that's why we're here today the people of northampton county need to know that we're in this fight against fentanyl and it doesn't just stop with our fake israel campaign we have a entire campaign set out And where we're getting this money is we're getting it from the manufacturers now, the manufacturers Mm -hmm. that settled lawsuits who manufactured these opioids and who marketed them in such a way that caused this catastrophe. And so we're going to use that money and we're going to fight back against fentanyl.
0: I also believe I read that in the Pennsylvania legislature, they were also looking at potentially setting aside some funding in order to address the fentanyl issue. So I don't know where that currently stands. I don't believe anything has passed at this point, but it was something that was brought up previously. So again, we should be hitting home, going back to our legislators to bring this
1: issue forward. And fentanyl is a global, but specifically a national problem that needs national solutions. And Kathleen and I, we can only fight here in Northampton County. That's mm-hmm. all we're responsible for. But if we can save Northampton County residents, that's, that's what we're going to do. And that's why we're doing this. And Kathleen's got a plan for the rest of this opioid money uh, that we're going to get over the period of the next, I believe, 18 years. And we're going to keep this fight up. This goes well beyond fake Israel.
0: So Kathleen, we'll go back to you. So he keeps touting, so the county executive keeps touting, you have this wonderful plan. So can you provide any additional details?
2: So we're utilizing the opioid settlement money, um, you know, in a, in a very structured and methodical way. The first thing we wanted to focus on was the biggest issue was the fentanyl awareness campaign. So we're going to continue to work on that. And that's not going to be a campaign that ends anytime soon. We're going to keep rolling out new materials, new updates, new graphics to keep the campaign fresh and in everybody's minds because fentanyl is not going away anytime soon. Uh, our next big high item is... Um, our HOPE One mobile van, which will get drug and alcohol treatment, mental health services, and some other really basic needs of the community into the communities that are underserved. So it will go where folks need it to be and not, you know, in the places where we already have recovery centers and things of that nature.
0: So how do people get to take advantage of, like in this case, your HOPE
2: One, your mobile service? So we haven't rolled that out yet. That's uh-huh. still a plan and in the works, but that will be the next big thing kind of coming out of this opioid settlement. So uh, stay tuned for details and plans, but that is on the forefront in it's the future. It's on the docket. It it's is. coming
0: soon. So generally speaking, the program itself has been funded by the opioid settlements. Are there other funds available to you to help offset some of the
2: costs? At this point in time, we have enough opioid settlement funding that this is really our focus with the opioid settlement funds. If we need to delve into other funds, we could at some juncture down the road. But right now, we have enough with our, our mm-hmm. settlement funds mm-hmm. that we and can do. And and Karen, I,
1: I think you hit on a good point. It's not tax dollars. Yeah. This This is from the people who poisoned people. And we, it should be noted, Northampton County was an early filer of lawsuits against manufacturers for opioid epidemic. And it's one of the reasons we're getting some more money than some other counties who were not early filers and early adopters of the lawsuit. So we're going to put that money to good use. And Kathy made reference to our recovery centers, Mm -hmm. which are also a big part of this fight. And our recovery centers don't necessarily have a dedicated funding source, but they do now. And as long as I'm county executive... We will not need money for our recovery centers if we have this opioid money. We will be able to continue to uh, fund those centers. I believe we have, what, five across the county?
0: Correct. Anything else, um, Kathleen, regarding your
2: wonderful strategic plan? Uh, No, not right now. I mean, more to come. Just keep an eye out for fakeisreal.org and – you know, our, our updates to come regarding HOPE One.
0: Are there any other, so I'll, I'll go back to the to county executive McClure, are there other potential related programs or other programs that you see forthcoming?
1: So we talked about this wraparound concept, right? And, and in human services, that there's we're always talking about wraparound, but there are wraparound problems. The problem of affordable housing right mm-hmm. now, and Northampton County's tackling that. We right now are partnering with Habitat for Humanity, to bring 55 affordable housing units to forks township so we are attacking that need and when you attack the affordable housing problem you also attack the homelessness problem because one of the great there are many homelessness is a very complex situation but one of the great drivers and maybe the greatest driver of homelessness is housing expense, specifically skyrocketing rents and people being unable to afford their rent. So the more affordable housing stock we create here in Northampton County, the better it will be for our homeless population. So we're attacking affordable housing. And again, let me temper expectations. Again, a national problem, 40 years in the making, caused by Washington and HUD, and we can't solve it all right here, but we can help here. And that's what we're doing. That's what we're committed to do. So there's affordable housing. Broadband. So we're trying to strengthen the middle class. And one of the things that's really gonna help people stay in the middle class and move into the middle class is having access and affordable access to high-speed internet as we move further into the 21st century. So right now, Northampton County's doing a survey to see what our individuals and businesses need from their high-speed broadband. Because you may have broadband, the fiber may be in your neighborhood, but you might not be able to afford the kind of broadband you need to take a college course, for example. Um, So Northampton County is working on that. So we're fighting fentanyl, we're working on affordable housing, we're working on broadband, and we're going to move this county forward into the future.
0: Excellent. I do say, and I've said this numerous times, Northampton County is doing a phenomenal job in servicing its population. So you're keep up the good work. It's excellent. And you have so many new programs and initiatives coming out that we're not even aware of at this point. They're all in the planning stage. And as Kathleen was saying, you're going to be rolling things out. So Kathleen, anything else you'd like to mention?
2: Just that if there's anyone out there that is in need, you can reach us at 610-829-HELP. It is the direct line to our office. There you'll get to speak with myself, the assistant administrator, or any of our case managers who are very knowledgeable. We can get you links to services, resources, or anything else you might need, questions about our programs and services. Uh, So just feel free to reach out.
0: So my guests have been Northampton County Executive Lamont McClure and Kathleen Jurley, Northampton County Drug and Alcohol Administrator, talking about the county's fake-is-real fentanyl awareness campaign. My thanks to both of you for an extremely informative discussion, and I wish you great success.
1: Thank you, Karen. We really appreciate it.
0: Thank you. We're going to take a short break. You are listening to the LCHAR Chronicles. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back.
3: Thank you to the members of WDIY for making all the programming you hear possible. Becoming a WDIY member is the best way to support your listening and to ensure WDIY will be here for the next person in our community to discover. Make your membership gift today at 610-694-8100 extension 4 or WDIY.org. We couldn't be here without you.
0: Welcome back to the Elchar Chronicles. I am your host, Karen Elchar. During our prior segment, Northampton County Executive Lamont McClure and Kathleen Jurley, Northampton County Drug and Alcohol Administrator, discussed the county's new Fake is Real fentanyl awareness campaign. Several additional initiatives were recently announced, and I'm pleased to welcome Northampton County District Attorney Terrence Houck to provide insights into these new initiatives. Welcome, D.A. Houck, and thank you for joining me.
3: Thank you for having me, Karen. I'd like to just piggyback on that for a second. The Fake is Real fentanyl awareness campaign is something that I feel is very, very worthwhile, and in fact, pursuant to a civil suit that I had against Big Pharma, Uh, We settled, and it's not over yet, but we settled for $2.1 million with respect to some of the big pharma, and I turned that money entirely over to our Northampton County Drug and Alcohol Administrator, which I think is part of the funding for the Fake is Real fentanyl awareness campaign. So I think it's a great cause and very proud to be a part of it.
0: Well, thank you very much, and excellent work. So for our audience, first let me give a bit of background on D.A. Huck's distinguished career. He graduated from the Philadelphia Police Academy and served as officer with the Philadelphia Police Department. Received a Bachelor of Arts in Criminal Justice from LaSalle University, a Master of Arts in Human Organization Science from Villanova University, and a Juris Doctor from Temple University. D.A. Houck began his prosecutorial career as assistant district attorney in Bucks County and moved up the ranks, eventually joining the Lehigh County District Attorney's Office, serving as the chief of the Violent Crimes Unit. He was sworn in as Northampton County District Attorney in 2020. He's received numerous awards and accolades throughout his career, including the Chapel of the Four Chaplains Award for Bravery as a Philadelphia police officer and the Allied Professional Award for Outstanding Commitment to Crime Victims from the Crime Victims Council of the Lehigh Valley. So, D.A. Hauk, in June 2022, you provided our listeners with information regarding establishment of the full-time drug task force. Three months later, you discussed the first in an anticipated series of gun buybacks events. And today, you bring forward two new initiatives. So, tell us about your Northampton County Major Crimes Task Force, Northampton County Child Exploitation and Human Trafficking Task Force, and we'll start with the uh, Major Crimes Task Force.
3: Thank you, Karen. I will. Our Major Crimes Task Force involves our local police departments in association with the Pennsylvania State Police. We joined this group together with the goal to protect and serve Northampton County residents to the fullest extent that it's possible. We have 42 law enforcement members from Pennsylvania State Police Detectives to lieutenants, sergeants from all across the county as well as county detectives. We have cell phone experts, crime scene experts, and investigative experts all gathered together to form this task force. Now, this task force will be overseen by our county detectives here in Northampton County. And to initiate a case for the major crimes task force, we will be taking... Each case, of course, uh, will depend on its individual facts, but... The factors that we take into consideration to activate this task force are things like complexity of the crime. The crime presents a particular threat to the community, uh, the experience of the primary department, and things of that nature. It's kind of a a preventative type of task force, if you will. Oftentimes, for example, a crime will take place it will have a wide spectrum of crime scene. For example, it might start in an open parking lot and crime might proceed into another jurisdiction. If we can utilize, when we utilize the task force, uh, we'll have men and women covering all these areas that are experts in the field to collect the evidence immediately, which will help ultimately
0: in our prosecution. So it sounds like the Major Crimes Task Force is a cooperative arrangement similar to what you did with the Drug Task Force.
3: Yes, it is. And I feel very fortunate because since I've been elected, the police departments and Pennsylvania State Police throughout Northampton County have been very eager to join with the district attorney's office in these different collaborative efforts. I believe this is surely is the first time since I've been in this office that we have such a collaborative effort with the police and they're so willing to get involved in these initiatives. And that's because it's keeping people safe and we believe it works and, and is the best way to have a case bring a case so that we have all the evidence.
0: So do certain departments have particular expertise or how do you determine who undertakes specific aspects of the investigations?
3: Yeah, that's a great question. What will happen is a particular crime will occur and based on the needs of the department and the particular facts of the case, we may need, for example, an expert in in cell phone forensics and yes there are certain departments that have certain experts we have certain investigators that are trained in crime scene investigation or in cell phone forensics things of that nature that we will be able to call on now take them out of their jurisdiction bring them up to another jurisdiction that might not have that expert and have the same level of investigation that we would in the more experienced department. A part of this has to do with helping the smaller departments that only may have one investigator, because obviously there's no boundaries when it comes to these type of crimes. So it presents us with an ability to help these smaller departments as well.
0: So can you provide a few examples or, you know, what's your definition of a major crime?
3: Well, homicide jumps to mind right mm-hmm. away, but any type of violent crime that is either complex in scope or nature or where a smaller department really doesn't have the resources and needs our help, we will call upon the Major Crimes Task Force who will be implemented in an instant to get to these scenes, secure them, and then start you know, investigating properly. So again, depending on the facts, it could be a homicide, it could be the attempted homicides, things of that nature, or things where maybe gangs are involved or a complex crime that may involve several jurisdictions.
0: So we do hear periodically from local news sources of particular incidents, but how prominent are these types of major crimes?
3: Well, when I was, and this was one of the things I wanted to do for years, but when this was in its formation, when we were just figuring out how we were going to do this, It was always my intention to have a task force where we hope for the best but Mm -hmm. prepare for the worst. The best thing in the world would be for me never have to use this. But, yeah, I think it's a situation where we want to be prepared in the event we read about these things that happen across our country where you have a situation in a school or something so horrible like that. And I want to make sure that in Northampton County, if, God forbid, something like this were to happen in a school or a movie theater or something like that, we would get there quickly, we would be organized, and we would get right to work to help wrap this up as quickly as we can.
0: So, and then aside from the task force, participating municipalities or departments, who else can request help? Where would they go to ask for assistance?
3: Well, once there is a crime of this type, the officer or his supervisor, her supervisor, would call, and we would then get a contact. We have a contact source here at the district attorney's office who then would request the major crimes, give us the facts, and then we would be on it uh, very quickly after that. So Mm -hmm. we would get the request from the individual jurisdiction, and at that point we'd, uh, we'd activate.
0: And how is the task force funded? I hate to go back to money all the time, but, you know, it takes funding.
3: Oh, no question about it. The task force, well, first off, the good news for that is that police departments, because of this collaboration, uh, provide the manpower, and they pay their men and women their regular salary. Uh, The DA's office, however, will pay any overtime, training, and equipment, and that will come from the district attorney's budget, which I already had this budgeted before I even formed the unit. I had to get a budget okay, and and Northampton, you know, very proud to say Northampton County Council uh, voted unanimously to budget for this. So I pay out of the DA's budget, and that is also uh, supplemented by the departments providing us the manpower Mm -hmm. and paying for the regular hours.
0: All right. So let's address the second new initiative. During your and my interview in July of 2021, we talked about human trafficking and sex trafficking. I'm very pleased that you recently announced implementation of the Northampton County Child Exploitation and Human Trafficking Task Force. So please provide our listeners with details and contact information.
3: Sure. We are presently partnering with uh, Homeland Security, uh, the federal government, the Homeland Security Investigations, and we have created this Child Exploitation and Human Trafficking Task Force. Uh, Along with our partners at Homeland, we have DA's, obviously obviously the DA's office and Detective Division, and we also have six local police departments involved. We also have the option to work with the United States Attorney's Office as well. And the goal, basically, Karen, is to expand our reach uh, by working on a federal level to identify and apprehend adults that are soliciting sex from minors and identify or detain sex buyers soliciting sex from adult sex workers. We'll focus on combating individuals utilizing the Internet to meet minors uh, to engage in sexual activity. So, now we have a, a federal training that the officers will be going to to learn how to identify and combat Internet predators they're in the process of getting trained and because the federal government has uh, trained investigators as well that we rely on and hopefully track these down the good thing for us now is our reach. now you know this this kind of crime knows no border especially since you know the internet is being used so homeland of course gives us the jurisdiction that we need to expand beyond our own northampton county jurisdiction so uh, we can follow these predators and, and track them down and arrest them before they can do any damage
0: so if anyone wants to report something shall we say who would they contact
3: what i would do immediately is i would contact their local police department if they have anything the local police department at that point will then contact the da's office or they could even contact the da's office here and tell them that they want to report possibility of a predator online and we will act on it uh, right away. Or they could simply call 911, tell them that they want to report it, and then 911 would report it to us.
0: Excellent. So you've come almost full circle here from our initial discussion way back in 2021, and now you're actually moving forward with a, a great task yes. force. Thank you. Congratulations.
3: Yes. Thank you. I mean, it's very important. I mean, it, it was just we felt very fortunate because, uh, you know, Homeland was so helpful in getting this together, and our partnership with them has, has been great. So. Uh, we're really looking forward to this,
0: so are there any other initiatives on the horizon or updates on existing initiatives? anything else you'd like to share with our listeners
3: yeah well we're we're in the process now of formulating our own child advocacy center we We have joined one in Lehigh county, but i 'm in the process now of uh, formulating our own brick and mortar child advocacy center, which i'm really looking forward to, and this will provide our own Northampton county environment for children to to talk with uh, forensic interviewers, experts in their field, about the most horrible thing that could happen to a child in an environment of comfort and not have to have repeated interviews and things of that nature. So that's one of the initiatives I'm um, um, still working on. I mean, we belong to one, but it's not Northampton County. Mm-hmm. Operate, uh, operate and That, that will happen, uh, the Northampton County hopefully will happen within the next 12 months. In addition, our drug task force, which you mentioned, full first full-time drug task force here in Northampton County, Uh, that you mentioned at the top of the Mm -hmm. interview, I'm very proud to say, uh, since its implementation in June of 2022, we've made 43 arrests, and we've had seizures of six motor vehicles, 17 firearms, and cash seizures of over $120,000. And most importantly, we have removed a number of high-quality drugs off the streets, and we're we're hitting this pretty hard and with this fentanyl craziness that's out there, attempting to attack that from angles that involve investigation and arrest as well as prevention with our drug abatement money that we sent to drug awareness. And we have a movie out now that's being shown in all the schools that discusses the dangers of a very impactful movie called He's My Son, She's My Daughter. That's a very impactful movie. Uh, shows that it all, and it's all Northampton County related. Everybody in the movie is from Northampton County, and they, and they talk about their struggles with addiction and how they overcame it. And there's parents that lost children, and so we're trying to, Karen, we're trying to de- attack this from different angles uh, because it's such a scourge on our community. And you know, hopefully, through time, this will make an impact.
0: Excellent work. I'm sure it'll have an amazing positive impact. So my guest has been Northampton County District Attorney Terrence Houck, discussing new initiatives, the Major Crimes Task Force, and Child Exploitation and Human Trafficking Task Force, as well as an update on the Major Drug Task Force. More information can be found on the district attorney's website. Can you give us that website?
3: If they have any information, they can just go online, Northampton County or the district attorney's office. That'll take them right to our uh, website if they have any information that they want to impart to us. Or they can call the district attorney's office directly and uh, give us that information, and we'll and we'll make sure to get it out to the appropriate parties.
0: Well, District Attorney Houck, thank you so much for joining me today, and best wishes.
3: Thank you. You're welcome, and it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you, listeners, for making time for this conversation. You can also find past episodes and other public affairs programming at wdiy.org and on major podcast platforms. I'm Karen Elchar, and this is WDIY 88.1 FM. Tune in next Thursday for more Lehigh Valley Discourse, and we'll see you next time on the Elchar Chronicles.